Yep, Cardinals back from their bye week starting today, next Monday. Their next game against the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. Here to talk some Cardinals with us and wherever else we go. Dave Pash uh, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Dave, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, I wasn't sure, guys, which uh, direction we were going to go this morning. I'm kind of, uh, I've been on the road the last week, so I'm totally out of Cardinal mode. But uh, all good. We kind of are too, and I'm I'm not against it right now. It's funny, Dave. Before we <laughs> before we began the segment, I said to Vince during the break, "I'm like, all right, where should we go with Dave? I mean, we could go college football, we could go playoff, we could go Deion Sanders, we could even go NBA with Dave Pash. He's a man of many talents. <laughs> but we will start with Cardinals. Uh, sure. <laughs> go ahead, Dave. No, no, I'm saying sure, yeah, go ahead, far away. Um, five games left, and uh, we, we played some sound bites from Steve Kimes' appearance with Burns and Gambo on Friday. And, you know, with the way this season has gone, and, and you look at the picture in the NFC, you, you wonder about some things, and you find out some things about individuals and teams in these stretches, uh, because there is a, a significant amount of football to be played. I mean, what, what are you specifically looking for from, from the Cardinals in these last five games to kind of put, can they salvage to any degree the season in your mind Dave well I think they can you know it's not at this point about hey you know we got to win five in a row to make the playoffs I mean if you do win five in a row you still be in the mix uh you're not out of it but I think it's you know still about developing your young players it's Kyler Murray's continued growth it's Javon Collins and Isaiah Simmons it's all the young guys you've invested in my Jay Sanders, Zach Allen has had a really good year. Um, and you drafted these guys to help be the nucleus of your future success. So it's continuing to develop those guys. And, you know, you still you plan like you normally plan. And every, you know, everybody I've talked to in the sense I get is that, you know, this is still a team that's together. Uh, and I think uh, the coaches and players deserve credit for that for not, you know, severing at this point. Uh, it's been a disappointing year. But there's still there's still lots to play for. I mean, these guys, it's always you're always playing for a job. You're always playing for for a contract, and so you know most most guys when you're in the NFL, you're you're motivated by that. So uh, I, I'm still anticipating this team will play hard and play well. I don't know how many games are going to win because they have so many injuries, but I still think that they're going to win at least a couple more games in my mind. Hey, Dave, what's your level of concern with the Cliff Kingsbury-Kyler Murray relationship? I mean, we've seen the sideline blow-ups more than a couple of times this year. There's There's been... There's been reports from Ian Rappaport, for one, that the relationship has been tense and they've had to work on that relationship as of late. From where you sit, and I'm not asking you to say whether or not there's a problem or not, but what is your personal level of concern about that relationship here as we sit in early December? Yeah, I'm not sure it's really a, a concern of, of you know whether Kyler Murray likes or or has a great relationship with any coach. I'm not sure that that really ultimately matters. It's, you know, does he respect and listen to what the plan is? And I mean, that's what it's about, right? It's, it's, you know, being a, I mean, there's plenty of relationships in the NFL where, you know, you player and, and head coach, quarterback coach, or OC, um, you know, as long as the relationship is respectful, I still think it is. I, I, I'm not, I, you know, I saw some of the reports and, and obviously know enough, but, you know, if it wasn't respectful at this point, you know, there would have been 
you know a lot more stories out. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's it's really probably overblown. Uh, I'm sure Kyler's frustrated with the way the season's gone, and I'm sure Cliff's frustrated at times with. You know, Kyler wasn't playing well, uh, wasn't being decisive. Um, you know, Cole McCoy goes in there and, you know, granted at age 36, Cole, you know, is not, he's not, when you compare the skill set to Kyler, it's a lot different. You know, Kyler, he drafted Kyler to win you a Super Bowl, win you multiple Super Bowls, and he has that sort of talent. But, you know, Cole went in there, was much more decisive, was getting rid of the ball and getting it to his playmakers. And Kyler did that a lot better the last game. So mm-hmm. I, I was encouraged by the way Kyler played overall the last game. Hey, Dave, college football playoff. Was there any doubt in your mind that the committee got it right? Did you think, despite what Nick Saban had, Nick, Nick, Nick was given a pulpit Saturday night to, to plead his case. Did you think Alabama had a shred of a case to get in there uh, in the Final Four? Or yeah. did you think the committee, at the end of the day, even though TCU and Ohio State kind of, kind of, they kind of backed in a little bit with TCU losing that championship game, and Ohio State obviously not even winning its own division in the, in the Big Ten, but at the end of the day, did, the, did the, the, the best four candidates end up in the college football playoff? You know, it's the old... Is it really? Is it really the four best teams or the four, four most deserving teams? It's supposed to be the four best teams, right? Um, I, I just think that yes, they got it right, but at the same time, it just shows you know how desperate, uh, desperately we need expansion, and that we're getting expansion because you know, Ohio State looked terrible against Michigan. Are, are they one of the four best teams? I don't know. Uh, are they better than Alabama? No, I think Alabama would beat them. Um, I think they might beat them soundly, but so so it's not. You say it's the four best, but it's really not because Alabama is one of the four best teams, even with two losses. Even if they had four losses, uh, Bryce Young is better than any other player in college football. Better than any other quarterback. I think he's certainly better than C.J. Stroud. So I, I just I think still you're dealing with a flawed system where you're kind of caught in this gray area between okay, should we put Ohio State in? They have one loss. Alabama's got two. Utah's got you know more than one loss, even though Utah looks really good right now. So it, it's based on the criteria and the situation you're in now. They did get it right, but it just shows me that. You know, the system with four teams is still flawed. Thankfully, we're going to 12. I wish it was next year. We have to wait two years. But it's better than having to wait four. Yeah. Because I think that's really when, you know, you're going to find – it's not like we're not getting a true champion, but at least you're going to have, I think, fewer arguments and a little bit more clarity as to who really should be in as opposed to this guessing game of, Okay, is it really the best four? I mean, I thought TCU should have been in, but they lost their championship game. Uh-huh. Are they one of the best four teams? Right. Well, not after right. the way they played the other night, but you have to give it to them. They went undefeated. You can't penalize them for playing in a championship game. Ohio State is getting rewarded. If, if, if TCU doesn't go, let's say, and sorry for the long answer, but let's say it's Alabama and Ohio, Ohio State. 
Well, now you're punishing TCU for playing in a championship game yes. and rewarding two other teams for not. Right. So, again, I just think the whole thing is messed up, and I can't wait for expansion. Yeah, and Tim was joking earlier, too, that USC should have declined the invitation <laughs> to play in the championship game in the Pac-12 to bolster their chances of making the playoffs. That's but you know what's <laughs> interesting about that? What's interesting about that, Vince, is if Caleb Williams is healthy, first of all, they win that game. Um and I would not want to play Caleb Williams in the college football playoff. And had they won, they'd have been in, and I wouldn't want to play that. Play that. Yeah. They're not a great team at all, clearly, but he makes them great. It's amazing. That, that dude does some things. There's some Mahomes-Kyler stuff that Caleb Williams does, and I think if he doesn't get hurt, they win that game. They probably win handily, and they're playing Georgia. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we let you go, and Dave Pasher, our guest, the voice of the Cardinals, ESPN broadcaster here on the Arizona Sports Line. Another college football question. Uh, Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State to go to Colorado. I think it's a no-brainer for Colorado, where I don't think that would be the case for other schools maybe considering a new coach. Uh, how successful do you think Dion can be in Boulder? Because that program is way down, as we all know. Well, there are a lot of restrictions he's dealing with that you know I just don't know. Did they change some of the, the things in terms of the way they do things with the portal and NIL to be able to really truly win there? I mean, that's that's what a lot of programs, whether it's academic restrictions, how you view the transfer portal how you view NIL, that's, I, I just thought he would have gone elsewhere to a place where it would have been a little bit more clear uh-huh. um, in terms of him being able to, you know, get into the portal, uh, NIL being really beneficial for him. I just was surprised that it was Colorado, but perhaps things are changing here in terms of how they view all that. I, I think he's going to be able to recruit, and I think he's going to be able to win. I just was surprised that that was the place, given that, there, there are clearly some issues with that program that you know have been impacted any head coach that's taken that job. It's yeah. been a long time since that program's been close to relevant. Very true. Dave, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for making some time for us this morning. We appreciate it. All right, All right guys.